Hello and welcome in to episode one of Sports Are Funny with George Arjour and I'm your host, George Arjour. Um, so this is the first podcast of this uh, series. You probably heard me on That Being Said podcast with my brother Sammy here on the Sun Sports Network. I'm just going to kind of tell you where this podcast is going today and what this podcast is all about. So this podcast is a lighter side of sports. You know, uh, it's called Sports Are Funny. Because I find sports to be absolutely fascinating in a comedic sense. I feel like a lot of times we get uh, stories that make you just laugh out loud. Kind of like the Antonio Brown story uh, up until today with the rape case that we'll talk about. This broke right before I I was about to record my uh, podcast today. We'll go through um, a lot of you know interviews with comedians, other people I find funny. We'll do a lot of lists like the, you know... 10 things I really hate about a certain fan base. It's just going to be a lighter side of sports. Think of it as a, you know, a meme machine, but as a podcast form. That's why you can follow me on Sports Are Funny Pod on uh, Instagram and Twitter. And over there, I'll post a lot of funny pictures, a lot of funny uh, articles, a lot of things like that. So, um, that's how this podcast is going to work. And then after the podcast, of course, it's going to go on the website. So a lot of these tweets I reference or my power rankings every week that I do, top five, bottom five, those will also be in the article that we post on songsports.com. This uh, podcast is going to be found in a lot of places like Stitcher, uh, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, um, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. So check it out. Um, so I'm not going to go through this introduction each and every time we go through an episode, but today I thought I'd do that um, just so you know what this podcast is all about. I'll probably do that on the first, second, third episode. Then after that, you know, you guys will probably get the gist. Sports are funny, and uh, I'm here to take a comedic approach at sports. So that's what it is. I'm George Azur, as I said. Um, today, uh, let me just give you a little rundown of what this podcast is going to go about. Uh, we're going to go through the Antonio Brown timeline story saga. After that, we're going to go through two bizarre stories that I found from this weekend of NFL action that are just, to me, hilarious. And then we're going to go to my top five, bottom five NFL teams after um, you know um, week one of the NFL season. And I'll also go through my top ten college football rankings look i'm still a sports guy even though this is a comedy podcast because we're gonna have some sports opinions too that might not just be funny it might just be me talking about sports so check it out you're really gonna like it um before we get started with today's episode here's some music to transition in All right, so let's uh, guess we jump right into this today. Uh, we got the Antonio Brown news. Um, you know, this Antonio Brown story has been an absolute comedic show from the beginning of it all the way until today. I'm going to try to avoid talking much about this until we have the facts, but uh, Antonio Brown's accused of three separate incidents of sexual assault and rape. According to federal lawsuit filed Tuesday, more information to come. I have no idea. What's gonna happen with Antonio Brown? But we, you know, we began. We had actually done this podcast or planned this podcast with the 
implications that this wasn't going to be part of a case. We're just going to go through the timeline a little bit and our favorite tweets about Antonio Brown. So we're going to still do that today. Antonio Brown is now a New England Patriot. And, you know, the Internet uh, had a field day with that. So I'm just going to go through a couple of my favorite tweets and a favorite story about the Antonio Brown situation and him becoming a New England Patriot. And as I've said before, I believe that Antonio Brown has CTE. The guy is crazy. The guy is nuts. I mean, you cannot be a normal human being and actually do all this. You have to actually have some sort of mental problem to continually make weird and elaborate and uh, crazy decisions. But a couple of things. One, Antonio Brown supposedly hired a social media firm to help him kind of put the motions, you know, put everything in motion to get cut by the Raiders. And he actually did. Think about that. The guy hired a PR firm, or should we call it an anti-PR firm, to get fired by the Oakland Raiders. And the internet right away was like, oh, is Antonio Brown going to sign with the Patriots? Bill Belichick, you saw the memes on the internet. Bill Belichick walking in to get Antonio Brown for a seventh-round draft pick. He actually got him for free, not a seventh-round draft pick. You saw so many things like that circulating around the internet and... He actually signed with them. That's the irony of him. So here's some of my favorite tweets that I saw about that. Um, now, before he got before he got released, remember Antonio Brown actually another thing. He recorded a phone conversation between him and head coach John Gruden, Oakland Raiders head coach John Gruden, and then posted it on YouTube. Like who does that right before if it gets released? It's like of course they were gonna release him. The guy is nuts. He asked for his release. He got it. You know, there is reports that if John Gruden actually wanted to, Antonio Brown could actually face one year in jail for secretly recording John Gruden. One year in jail. The guy's nuts. Who? I mean, I was actually thinking about it. Who goes off the top of their head and is like, hey, man, Coach Coach Gruden's calling. So while Coach Gruden's calling, he's like, hey, let me, let me record this conversation real quick, and then I'm going to make a YouTube video out of it. The guy is nuts. So he gets released. He ends up on the New England Patriots. And my, some of my favorite t- tweets, I got three of them I pulled up. Two of them are from the same girl. Uh, so we'll, we'll use her next. But first is Brent Musburger. And if you didn't know this, if you miss Brent Musburger's voice, he actually is still announcing games. He's the um, radio guy for the Oakland Raiders, soon to be Las Vegas Raiders. He lives in Las Vegas, so it's a perfect transition for him. Brett Musburger said, I'm just flying into Oakland for the Monday night nighter, and some dude in a hot air balloon is headed in the opposite direction. Can't imagine who that be. And remember, Antonio Brown actually flew in to training camp on a hot air balloon with the Oakland Raiders. So Brett Musburger obviously wanted to make light of that situation. Now, this girl I've been following for a long time, and I'm going to reach out to her. Maybe she'll come on the podcast. Maybe not. I find her tweets to be, you know, her even her bio doesn't really say too much what she does, but I believe she's a writer, and she um, she had a really good tweet now that I'm going to tell you about Antonio Brown, and one we're saving for later in the show once we get to college football and my rankings. Um Elka Sadiri, I think I'm pronouncing that right. I will reach out to her. Maybe we can get her on that on the podcast here. Said, it's uh, where is it? The Patriots signed a guy who secretly records things without authorization? Question mark. It's freaking genius. 
<laughs> I mean, we're talking about a team that, you know, had Spygate, that got their situation in Spygate, got um, basically, you know, uh, lost draft picks, huge fine, and now for secretly recording things, and they just signed a player who secretly recorded their his head coach in a phone conversation. But if there's anyone who's going to reel in Antonio Brown, it is Bill Belichick. Um, so those are my two favorite tweets about that. Now, here's a fun story regarding this, and then I'm going to give you my little synopsis on Antonio Brown signing. Like I said, today we're going to walk you through everything on this podcast, and then from then on out, we're just going to do this in a more natural sense. But since this is the first episode of Sports Are Funny, I feel like I got to force feed the audience. I, yeah, you guys don't know where I'm going. You don't know my style. You don't know how I how I can go off on tangents. You're going to enjoy this, especially the interviews. But, you know, I thought, you know, let's slow it down for you guys and give it to you step by step today. And then from then here on out, I'll make sure that sports are funny becomes a little more uh, less less structure for you guys and just comes on more natural. So according to the daily a Giants fan was arrested for threatening to shoot up Gillette Stadium because the Patriots signed Antonio Brown. Let's read some of this. The signing of Antonio Brown by the New England Patriots didn't set well with the league, considering the best team in reigning Super Bowl champs got a shiny new toy for Tom Brady to throw to. Antonio Brown managed to weasel his way out of Oakland Raiders just two days before he was set to take the field in the silver and black, and now is sitting pretty in New England. But not everyone was happy. Now I'm not reading this out loud. A 44-year-old named Tobias Gray was arrested in Rhode Island Saturday after, get this, he posted... A Facebook status saying that he would shoot up random people at the Patriots Stadium because he was so mad that they signed Antonio Brown. I'm going to read the post. Tobias Gray on Facebook. I don't really ever post too many things, so you know this is real. Since the Patriots just signed Antonio Brown, I am going to pull a white boy school shooting at Foxborough. You might as well just hand them the ring right now. I'm... I am if I ever get my hands on a gun, which I don't have one yet, but I'm looking for one. I will go shoot up random people at Foxborough. I'm not making light, but this guy is a fucking idiot. The guy actually got arrested. The guy actually went to jail. He wasn't really serious. He was trying to be funny. But you can't joke about these things these days, man. Like, oh, I'm going to go shoot up a school. Motherfucker. Why are you even thinking about shooting a school, doing a school shooting style at Foxborough? You cannot. Once again, guys, here's the thing with social media. Before you hit send, put 15 minutes on it. I feel like that should be a new app for all those web developers out there. For anyone who has, you know, those quick Twitter fingers. Their Twitter fingers are like trigger fingers, according to Drake. Maybe you should have an app where you press send and then 15 minutes later, a post notification comes up on your phone, reads it to you again and says, are you really sure you want to send this? Because Tobias Gray, you probably did not want to press send on that. So Antonio Brown, man, this guy has had a lot of different things happen throughout the time and we've had all these funny stories unfortunately today we have the rape case which i'm not going to comment on right now i do not have much information on so i don't want to 
I, I really don't want to get into it until I have some more information about what actually could have happened or what actually did happen with the Antonio Brown rape case and whether or not we're ever actually going to see him in a New England Patriots jersey or not. At this point, it's hard to tell if we will ever see him play for the New England Patriots because, you know, Bill Belichick does not really necessarily have the biggest um, patience with these things. Um, they don't really want to have an organization with people who are perceived as thugs or perceived as bad guys. They're big on culture, so I don't think this would fit into their culture. But uh, overall, this Antonio Brown signing and whole saga has been one of the most interesting, weird, and funny stories. It's provided us with a lot of laughs, and this time it might have taken a dark turn. We're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to come back uh, from a word from our sponsor and give you our two bizarre posts slash stories of the week before we give you our top five and bottom five to round up episode one Yay! all right our bizarre stories of the day we got two bizarre stories from the nfl this week there are two posts that made me say what the fuck you know I, they're just they made no sense and the first one is did anyone see the fucking strip club in the miami dolphins parking lot if you missed this, you can, you're going to see it on the article, um, songsports.com. I'll post it on the podcast notes. You'll know exactly where to go get it or under podcasts on Song Sports. But there was, the Miami Dolphin fans literally built a strip club in their tailgate area before week one. And it was an absolute shit show, to say the least. Um, a group of Dolphin fans basically turned their tailgate area into a strip club, complete with everything. Everything you can think of. What does a strip club have? Not saying I've ever been to a strip club, but there was a stripper pole, there were strippers, and cash everywhere. And it was just bizarre. I mean, I don't know who who is going to a football game and is like, you know what, today, before the Miami Dolphins get their ass ran by the Baltimore Ravens, let's turn the parking lot into a strip club. It was absolutely and utterly weird. And I don't understand why they did it. I don't understand the theory behind it. But you saw, there was a girl, and I'm sorry, this is NSFW. She was basically with a beer bong, deep throating it. It was absolutely gross. So, I don't know. I Look, the Dolphins are going to go 0-16 maybe this year. But I'll tell you what's not 0-16 is their tailgates. I... I was dumbfounded by this, and I'm sure that they're going to get shut down if they do this again, but you got to go see the video, one of the weirdest and most bizarre videos I have ever seen, um, the beer guy. Next is the beer guy. If you missed this, once again, you'll see it on the show notes. We have a guy at the Carolina Panthers game wearing a Christian McCaffrey jersey. And the guy literally is drinking more beer than you could ever imagine. Underneath his seat was about 18 Coors Lights. No exaggeration. I counted them. So I was trying to do the math on this. We got four quarters in a game. Most games stop serving after the third quarter. And usually you cannot get more than two beers per person. So, uh, per time. So how often did this guy have to get up and get beer is my real question. Did he even watch the game or was he just going constantly to the uh, concession stand? 
and the bathroom. Because at the end of a game, there, let's say he had to drink those beers in about 60 minutes. Let's say he had two extra beers for the fourth quarter left over and he drank those in the fourth quarter, 18. So he needs 16 beers in three quarters plus halftime. So we'll actually make those into four segments. That's four beers every 15 minutes. The guy must have been, the game must have been fun for him. I mean, the Panthers lost that game, but for him, that guy must have had a whole lot of fun. It was one of, you got to see the picture, but the guy really drank 18 beers at a football game, and it was a feat unlike any other. And, you know, most of these beers are not cheap at football games. I mean, I don't know who's, how many of you go to NFL games or baseball games or any live professional sports, but we're talking about 10 bucks a beer. 18 beers. He's probably spent 180 bucks on beers, and judging from the picture, he did not have the best ticket in the stadium. He must have had a few beers before the game. The guy who drinks 18 beers at a game, he's the type of person who probably drinks beers after the game. He must have drank 24 beers minimum that day. Pretty damn impressive. All right, last but not least, today we're going to give you my top five and bottom five NFL teams and my top 10 college football teams. And this part of the podcast, like I told, said before the pod, this is a comedy podcast. It's more fun. It's more joking. It's more the fun stuff in sports. But at the end of the day, during football season, I like to give out my top five teams and bottom five teams and my top 10 college football because at the end of the day, this is a sports company and this is a sports podcast. So my top five NFL teams. One, the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are still the best team in the league. They're adding Antonio Brown. Rumors are Gronk's coming back. And until someone beats this team, I, I don't think there's a better team out in the league. Number two, the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs, you know, a lot of people thought they were a good candidate for regression. Did you see Patrick Mahomes? The guy looks better than he was last year, and that's hard to do. Looks like he's going to try to replicate his MVP-type season. Three, the Philadelphia Eagles. I know they kind of fell fell um, behind in the first quarter and second quarter. And they came back to win the game, but they looked good in the second half. They were stacked on all fronts of a ball. I love this Eagles team. Four Cowboys. Hey, man, if Dak Prescott posts a perfect passer rating each and every game this season, I, even me, the guy who says Dak Prescott doesn't deserve $40 million a year, will say Dak Prescott deserves $40 million a year. And five, the Rams. Maybe I was wrong about the Rams. Maybe I was wrong about Sean McVay saying maybe he'll have a down year this year. The Rams looked really good. They went on the road and beat a good Carolina team on the road. My bottom five teams, these are from 27, 28, 29, or 28, 29, 30, 31, and 32 in that order. Cardinals are the fifth worst team in the league. I know they tied the game, but if you, that team is going to have to win games with miracles and with, with Kyler Murray being on fire. Then the Giants, um, da- Cowboys, if Dak Prescott, maybe Dak Prescott's really taking a step up, but Dak Prescott was able to post a perfect passer rating against you. That's not a good sign. Then the Redskins, um, they blew a huge lead to the Eagles. I know they were in the game, but they just lost Guise, and they just seem like a team that is going to have trouble finding games to win. The Jaguars, I don't think they'd be here, but they have so many injuries. Well, not well. They have one big injury of Nick Foles. 
So that is not a good sign. And last is the Dolphins, but at least they have a strip club at their stadium. So you kind of have to take some good with the bad. And I'm a glass half full type of guy. So that at least they have that. All right. Well, thank you for listening in today. I know this first episode was a little jumbled, a little bit all over the place. We're going to kind of catch our rhythm, catch our groove, get some, you know, um, some guests on. We're going to try to do this at least two days a week. And then, um, and then from there, I will make sure that, you know, we take fan emails. That's something I'd really like to do. If people can send me funny emails, I'll read them out loud. A lot of different stuff we can do with this. So thank you for listening to the first episode. We'll be back by Friday with NFL picks and some more funny stories and funny ideas and some funny rants. All right. Thank you for listening. And this has been episode one of Sports Are Funny (laughs) with George Azure.